This is Life Off the Deep Ends podcast. We are a family of four plus a cat from Seattle who decided to embrace crazy and sell our house and everything we owned to buy a sailboat named Litha, and we plan to sail the world. This podcast is a retelling of our adventures just as we would telling our best friends over the phone. We are Kim and Justin, our kids are Tyler and Evie, and we really hope you enjoy and are inspired to live life off the deep end yourself. Okay, so this episode is going to be all about our first full day in Ensenada and checking into Mexico. Trying to check into Mexico. Trying to check into Mexico. Uh, so we we booked Baja Naval because we had heard such great things about them and how they help you through the entire check-in process. We hear that they have um, dock guys who will take you straight down to the offices that you need to go to and walk you through the whole thing. Help translate if you need anything. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what all of our other friends who have come down before us have done. And that is what we decided to do. So at 9 a.m., um, I got up with my friend Natalie on her boat, Ubi, and we walked over to the Baja Naval office and talked to a really sweet girl named Carnilla, and she speaks very good English, and she told us that Baja Naval doesn't do, doesn't send anybody with you anymore. I'm thinking, like, since when? Like, last month? We just had friends do this, and this is kind of what you're famous for doing. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know how to do this all by ourselves. This is our first time checking into a foreign port. Right. And our own boat. When last night we could just walk around and get tacos. It's just so weird. Mexico's just so laid back. It's bizarre. So, um... You know, before we got to the marina, they wanted copies of our passports, copies of our Coast Guard documentation, um, a copy of our Mexican liability insurance. So on top of our regular insurance for our boat, they want special Mexican liability that we had to have. And do they want anything else? We had to fill out a form or something. Yeah. I don't know. But So they had crew, that. Crew list. Well, that's what stuff. we did when we when I met up with her. So she gave Natalie and I each a <clears throat> a form to fill out for who's in in your on your boat. It didn't ask for passport numbers or anything. It was just name of the person, their role on the boat. And I'm like, who's a captain? Am I captain? Are you captain? We're co-captains. I wrote co-captains, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wrote child for Evie and Tyler, and then. There was a few other little things she had us fill out. And then she made copies of the lists and made copies of some other things that I guess we needed. She paper clipped piles together. So I had three different piles of paper, all paper clipped together with what I needed in each pile for each office that I was going to visit that day. And she gave me a, um, like a printout that showed a picture of what the immigration office looks like from the outside and a map with exactly how to walk down to get there and then instructions like step by step like step one you're going to go to this window and you're going to hand them this stack of paper and you're going to need 500 pesos each person and then when that's done you're going to take 
stack number two with the stuff they gave you back from stack number one and go to Harbor Master, so like window number two, and then they were going to do some stuff. So it was really laid out nicely. So it, And that's it, probably why they stopped walking you out. Yeah, I guess it was easy enough. That all in one building. They drew out a map for you. They really explained everything you needed and made it as easy as possible. Yeah, so I thought, okay, we can do this. So we went, Natalie and I went back to the boats and got everybody, because we were told we all had to at least check into window number one together with the kids and everything. So we went to window one. It ended up being like 538 pesos a person. I don't think I ever told her. I was going to oh, yeah. go back and let her know that she needed to change that. Because, yeah, we needed extra pesos that we didn't know we needed. We had them. And they don't have change. Yeah, they don't have change. So if you're listening to this and you need to know how to check into Mexico, have exact change. Oh, and it was like, this window only takes pesos. And this window only takes credit cards. And this window only takes U.S. money. I think they took cards, too. Anyway, it's crazy. So we checked in there, gave the guy our passports. He asked us a lot of things in Spanish, and I barely speak Spanish. But, you know, he he asked if the kids were there. And I said, yeah, they're over there, you know, sitting in the, they have, like, chairs, waiting room chairs. But he didn't even look at them. He didn't look at them. He's like, oh, kids, you're here? Okay, cool. Filled it all out, gave us our visas and our passports back, and we gave him money. And then we moved along to window two and put our name on a list set very good instructions from Carmilla to put your name on the list. And then um, they spoke almost no English. And I didn't even know. I'm like, here's the papers. I don't know what you need yeah, and what we're took doing. It, took it and stamped it. Yeah, it was like, I don't even know how much money that was. $60 or something for the Harbor Master. And then they said, come back at two. Or they, we thought two. We're like, dos, dos horas. Like, come back in two hours or come back into a clock? We're not really sure. We decided that they meant come back after two. Um, and then, so everything's going smoothly. Everything's great. And then we get to window three. Which is the TIP, Temporary Import Permit. Uh, we had previously checked online, and it looked like there was no open tips on our boat. Because if there is an open tip, it has to be canceled by the owner of the boat and since we just purchased it i checked didn't look like it was online we've heard it's a big problem if you have an open tip yeah so, so we, we checked we didn't have one we thought we were good to go there was no open tip but there was an expired tip so when from we, 2013 from two yeah expired in 2013 and that still was a no-go for the mexican authorities uh she explained to me in broken English, I need to go out to the street and walk down the street. And I'm like, to where? <laughs> but you, gave her, you gave her the map. And you're like, could you circle where we go? And she's like, no, it's just, it's out the door and go that way. Yeah, like, just go down the street. Go how the far street. that way? What building are we going to? So I asked, we went out, started walking down the street, and I basically started going to any office that looked... Like official. Official. <laughs> and kind of showing them my paperwork that I had to be like, help, am I in the right spot? And they're like, no, you need to go back to the immigration office. I'm like, no, this isn't right. I don't, I was getting frustrated. Yeah. They were, they kept telling us to go back where we were. We said, no, this, they told us to come this way, but we don't know where. So at the very end of the street is, I guess a commercial port, really. Um, it's like the port of San Diego. I don't know. I was no, using no, Google Translate to. Yeah, it's like the official port site. And 
there there's armed guards guarding the gate. You have to go through turnstiles to get in. Well, first we met a oh, lady. Uh, yeah. Who came out to help, and we were trying to explain it to her because really we didn't know if we were in the right place yet. And she, <laughs> she called like motioned us to come through the gate and into her office and type out what we needed on her computer on Google Translate. Yeah. And then she tried to take us back outside and show us, like, there's, you know, Verde, this green sign down there. Turn there. And we're like, no, we went there already. They told us to come here. <laughs> so we used Google, Google Translate again to tell her that we've already been there. They sent us here. And she goes, oh, okay. And then she gave us, like, vests to put on. And then she, but then she said we couldn't bring the kids. Yeah. So only Justin went through. And... Now, so, now you can say that so there's like again, armed guards with yeah. machine guns. I didn't go into here, but so yeah, one for through the turnstiles, through a metal detector that went off, and they don't really care. Well, you handed me your pocket knife. Yeah, make sure I didn't have that on me from when we sail. I always carry a knife with me in case I need to cut some ropes or anything. But um, went through there, and she kind of said, "Just go down, go down, and turn left." But not really how far. We don't even like know that. who we're supposed to talk to. Yeah. So I'm going all the way down to the end of the street where I see some more more armed guards and talk to them. They speak zero English. I speak zero Spanish. We're working on it, though. We are taking we have a Duolingo app that we're working on it. But, we're uh, we're going to get good at Spanish with Duolingo. So they said, no, 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 go back and go into this building over here. So there's another checkpoint where you got to check in, sign in. Uh, big, heavy gates. Um, and you just literally just move the handle and walk in. There's nothing locking it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, walked in there, talked to some nice women behind the counter who, she spoke, I'd say, 50% English. Uh, we still had to use Google Translate to figure out everything that we needed. Um, she really needed me to have a exit paperwork exiting the United States. But being U.S. citizens, we don't have to exit the country. We, there's no paperwork for us. Um, and I was trying to figure out what exactly she needed, uh, in order to cancel the old tip. She says she needed to have some exit paperwork showing that the boat has le left Mexico at some point in time where we bought it and then we're bringing it back into the country. So the previous owners, you know, would have brought it out of Mexico and it's not our fault that they didn't cancel it, that we're new owners and everything else. So she's like, I need you to write a letter to my boss, wrote out his name, um, and kind of explained to me... In need, Spanish. In Spanish, yeah. That it, we needed... That we bought the boat in the U.S. And that we're coming to Mexico and that we're new owners, basically. So, yeah. Then what did we do? Oh, so we thought, well, let's go back to the front desk at Baja Naval and talk to Carmela and... See if she knows anything about any of this. So, and we needed someone to help us write a letter in Spanish. And we don't have exit paperwork. He, Justin worked on, he went back, you went back to the boat and you were calling to see if you could get a hold oh, of, yeah. like, U.S. Customs or get some, emailed something. But the government shut down. No one answers their phone. <laughs> yeah, the government shut down and it was Martin Luther King Day. Oh, yeah, that too. So that, we were screwed there. So I went and talked to Carmela and I said, Look, the previous owners didn't cancel their 
their temporary import permit. And she was like, oh, no. They all said that. Like, anytime yeah. we met anybody and they read these papers, we're like, oh, that's bad. Like, like oh. but it's happened before. We can help you. Yeah, so she goes, well, I know a guy who can, like, fix it all, but he charges a fee. I'm like, okay, how much is this fee? Because so I'm thinking, well, man, dinner the night before was 19 bucks. Like, <laughs> this guy's got to charge, like, nothing to help us fix this. And it's worth it. Yes. You just got to give him the country. So she called this guy named Jonathan. And a couple hours later, he met us at a Starbucks and um, spoke perfect English. And he said, okay, well, what's going on? He said, well, you know, we just bought this boat five months ago. We fixed it up. We're now down here. And we found out the previous owners didn't cancel their tip. And he said, well, do you have any paperwork that shows you were in San Diego? And he goes, like, it would be better if it wasn't just a marina. And we're like, yeah, we actually have all that paperwork. Wow, it happened for a reason that we never got a marina and we were living at Anchorage the whole time. And the Anchorage is sponsored by, not sponsored. sponsored. uh, It's run by by the Port of San Diego. Yeah, a nice official site. Uh, We had to be inspected by the Harbor Police. Once again, nice official paperwork uh, with officers' badge numbers on it and stuff like that. So it was really good proof we were in San Diego along with a copy of our bill of sale and our Coast Guard documentation. He's, He's like, looking at it on the email as it says, you know, Port of San Diego must reserve A9 Anchorage in person and with our A9 permit. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, this looks great. This looks really official. You need to print this out. And, you know, it shows Port of San Diego right on it. He goes, this is this is all they'll need. I thought, yay. Yeah. Yay for having to pee at an anchor at anchor that whole time. Um, and then he didn't even charge us anything. Yeah. Super, super nice. He goes, okay, well, if that doesn't work, then you're going to need me. And you're going to almost have to check, like, check out of the country to check back in again. Because, you know, we were checked in as people with our passports, but our boat wasn't checked in. So it was going to be a process. So we're like, okay, please, please, please. So uh, I asked Carmela to help us with the Spanish letter, but she said, oh, oh, I know what you need. I've done this before. She gave me, like, an authorization letter to print out where it said like I am the owner of this vessel and I am authorized to make all decisions over this vessel but then she didn't even write it in Spanish so I don't know I thought I don't know this lady said we needed this letter in Spanish so we wrote it out in Google Translate and then I made like a Facebook plea and said who do I know who speaks Spanish can I just send you this paragraph to make sure it sounds okay and a friend of mine reached out and she said it sounded good um so then the next day... By that was, time, it was everything was closed, so yeah. we're still not checked into the country. So the next morning, I just went back to... Well, we didn't do the next morning. We have to do day day at a time. Oh. We have to talk about when we went to the grocery store and all that kind oh, of stuff. Sorry. See, that will be like a to-be-continued. Oh. <laughs> then you all want to keep listening, right? You want to know if we ended up getting into the country, don't you? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was all we were able to do that day. Um having all this paperwork all set and printed out this Port of San Diego stuff, like as official as I could on my printer on the boat. Luckily we have a printer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ubi, they got checked in just fine. Um, then they decided we were going to leave that next morning, 
we were just going to come into Ensenada, spend two nights and head back out again. And then we weren't able to do that. So we all decided we'd just spend one more night. Um, oh yeah. And then Natalie and I had to go back at two o'clock to get, go back to the Harbor master office. So I guess they just give you exit paperwork right away. Like you're, you you're, check in, wait a couple hours and then exit out of the country or exit out of the port, out of the port, out of, out of Ensenada. Even though they don't really, you're supposed to have 48 hours, but they said they don't actually care how long you're there. Um, but we went back in there and the guy came out from behind the counter and he's like, this way, this way. I'm like, what do you mean this way? And he takes us back to like this extra office in this back alleyway. <laughs> I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> he's like, Ubi, si, Lita, si. Here, sign this. Okay. Like our, our name or our boat name? Like doesn't matter. Like, we don't care. <laughs> Anything. Um, Just have something on paper. Yeah, so then we had exit exit paperwork, and entrance paperwork, and exit paperwork in the same day, and our visas and passports, but Lita was not checked in. Um, so we, uh, we went to the grocery store that day, which was really interesting. All of a sudden, it wasn't touristy in Sonata, all these people trying to get us to buy, like, stupid tchotchkes and jewelry it was like nice polite people in the grocery store just saying hola next to me while i'm getting my apples and i thought i don't talk to anybody when i go grocery shopping back home like i don't just randomly say hello to people that i see you know grabbing cereal next to me and here i thought don't talk to me i don't speak very good spanish um i don't know everyone was super nice in the grocery store the kids were running around with a Google Translate app, learning Spanish. There's a photo section on it where we'll translate. All you got to do is just point your camera at it and it translates it for you and like basically just shows up on the image, almost exact same font and everything. It's amazing. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. that They're basically learning Spanish by walking through the grocery store and they all thought this was just fascinating. Um, it was interesting trying to read labels in Spanish and... Um, price compare and okay well what's the difference between this package and this package and why is this more expensive than this and try to get used to pesos and i don't know we've been to a lot of places but i don't know if i've ever really gone grocery shopping you know we we camped around europe for four months if we needed a few things it wasn't like a whole big shopping trip no, i guess we were like restocking the boat a little bit because we had to get rid of all of our fresh fruit, fruit and vegetables before yeah. coming to the country and then we're at the grocery store and it's American fruit and vegetables. Like, it's like, this is made in San Diego. <laughs> it's like, here's this, this fruit's from the USA. I'm like, oh, huh, great. Glad we got rid of all of our stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, we went grocery, I don't know. It was just, it was an interesting experience. Like, wow, we live like a local now. And the grocery store was a bit of a walk, carrying everything back. Um, and then we went back to the boat. We made sushi with the fish that we had caught the day before. Natalie and I went on YouTube and we watched like a minute and a half video on how to roll the sushi. Because um, we had we had everything. We had seaweed and we bought some cucumbers and avocados. And um, I learned how to make the sushi rice with the vinegar. And I did it in my Instant Pot. By the way... I don't know how anybody can sail and live on a boat and not have an Instant Pot. Do you know how nice it is for me to be, like, on watch and just push a button <laughs> and have done. dinner ready? It's awesome. But, yeah, the sushi was amazing. Tyler loves sushi. He'll 
he'll eat and eat and eat and eat sushi like we can't even afford this kid so he was so excited that like, you, you want more sushi i'll make more sushi so that'll be great yeah mike and i filleted the fish which we had to kind of figure out how to do yeah. we're getting better at it kind of butchered it a little bit but we'll all get there it was awesome though it was it tastes great uh, so yeah, that was it. After a day of running around to crazy offices back and forth and meeting a guy who turned out not to be sketchy at Starbucks. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so like I said, uh, we will continue on with the next day and you can eagerly wait to find out the conclusion. <laughs> You might not even get the conclusion next day. No. It might be more days than that. More it days. might be episodes from now. We'll see. All right. Well, we are currently motoring off the coast of San Diego, and Ubi is in front of us. We are not in San Diego. Oh, we are sorry. off the coast of the Mexican Mex Baja, way, yeah. way south. And I see the, our friends, Ubi, in front of us just actually pulled their sail up. There's enough wind to sail, and we are falling behind, so we've got to get that up and going. Oh, we are falling behind. Ugh, we got to stop the podcasting. we got to go catch up and sail. All right. We will uh, see you in episode... What are we at? Three. 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 All right, bye. Next time. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our website at lifeoffthedeepend.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also support us by visiting Kim's website at seenfromthesea.com. S-E-E-I-N-G from the S-E-A dot com. <laughs>